Welcome back to the Easy AI Podcast, the show that makes artificial intelligence approachable. I'm your host, Nova, and today we're joined by James Russell, a professional in the field, to discuss a fascinating aspect of AI, neural network embeddings. James, it's great to have you here. Thank you for having me, Nova. Excited to dive into neural network embeddings with you. Let's kick things off with the basics. Can you explain to our listeners what neural network embeddings are? Certainly. At a high level, neural network embeddings are a way to translate large and complex data, like text or images, into a lower dimensional space. Think of it as a method to convert vast information into a dense vector that a computer can easily process. So these vectors, how exactly do they help in machine learning? These vectors capture the essence of the data. For example, words with similar meanings end up having vectors that are close to each other in this space. It's a powerful tool because it helps the neural network understand relationships and patterns in the data. That's fascinating. What kind of problems can embeddings help solve? They're quite versatile. Embeddings can improve performance on tasks like natural language processing, recommendation systems, and even image recognition. Can you walk us through how embeddings are created within a neural network? Sure. A neural network learns these embeddings during its training process. It adjusts the values of the vector as it processes inputs, attempting to minimize a loss function. Essentially, it's learning the most efficient representation for our data. Minimizing a loss function is a common theme in machine learning, isn't it? Absolutely. It's a measure of how well the model's predictions align with the actual data. Lower loss means the embeddings are a better representation. Now, when you say the words with similar meanings end up close to each other, how does the model determine what similar means? The neural network uses the context in which words appear. Words found in similar contexts are assumed to be related. It's like the old saying, you shall know a word by the company it keeps. I like that phrase. Let's take it a step further. Are there different types of embeddings? Indeed, there are. We have word embeddings like Word2Vec and Glove, which are specifically for text. Then there are image embeddings for visual data and graph embeddings for data that represents relationships and networks. And I'm guessing these all work a bit differently to suit their specific type of data. Exactly. Although the underlying principle is the same, the neural network structures and the way they process different types of data vary. Let's talk about Word2Vec. It's one of the more popular embedding models, right? Yes, Word2Vec is a groundbreaking word embedding technique. It comes in two flavors, continuous bag of words and skipgram. Both create embeddings by predicting words from their context, but they approach it from opposite directions. Can you break down the difference between those two? In continuous bag of words, the model predicts a target word from a set of context words surrounding it. The skipgram model does the reverse. It uses a target word to predict context words. So how does that affect the embeddings? They end up emphasizing different aspects of word usage. Continuous bag of words tends to be better at semantic understanding, while skipgram excels with rare words and phrase representations. That distinction seems important. How do you choose which one to use in a project? It comes down to the specifics of what you're trying to achieve. Consider factors like the size and nature of your dataset, the particularities of your task, and the resources available to you. If someone wanted to get started experimenting with embeddings, what would you suggest? 
There are fantastic libraries out there like TensorFlow and PyTorch, and they come with built-in functionalities to create embeddings. Starting with pre-trained models like Word2Vec is also a good approach. You mentioned pre-trained models. Do you recommend using those over training your own embeddings? Pre-trained models can save a ton of time and compute resources. They've been trained on vast corpus of data, so they often capture a broad range of language nuances. Is there ever a situation where you'd need to train your own embeddings from scratch? Yes, if you're dealing with highly specialized language or data that isn't well represented in the pre-trained models, you might be better off training your own. What about the dimensionality of these embeddings? How do you decide on the size of the vectors? It's a bit of a balancing act. Larger vectors can capture more nuanced information, but may lead to overfitting and longer training times. Smaller vectors are more computationally efficient, but might not carry enough information. I see. So you'd have to experiment to find the sweet spot for your application? Precisely. There's no one-size-fits-all answer. It's about finding the right trade-off between the level of detail and computational efficiency. Speaking of efficiency, how do you make sure that working with embeddings doesn't become too resource-intensive? You can adopt techniques like dimensionality reduction methods or using quantization to reduce the model size. Efficient data pre-processing and smart batching during training can also help. All right, what about the future? Where do you see embeddings evolving from here? I think we'll see more advancements with context-aware embeddings, possibly leveraging transformer neural networks like BERT and GPT. We'll likely see them becoming more granular and more domain-specific as well. It's definitely an exciting future. Before we wrap up, any tips for the AI enthusiasts out there who want to master embeddings? Stay curious and don't be afraid to experiment. Understanding the theory is important, but practical experience with different types of embeddings and neural networks is invaluable. And keep an eye on the latest research. This field moves quickly. Such a great tip. James, thank you for sharing your knowledge on neural network embeddings with us. It's been enlightening. My pleasure, Nova. Thank you for having me on Easy AI. I hope your listeners found this conversation useful. Certainly did. Until next time, this is Nova signing off from the Easy AI podcast. Keep learning and stay tuned for more AI insights.